Yo, what's up, guys? Before we start the episode, just want to give a quick shout out to my man Jake at Visuals by Jay over on Instagram. He makes some amazing, amazing edits for basketball players. So be sure to check him out on Instagram at Visuals by Jay. Again, on Instagram at Visuals by Jay. Thank you, and let's get on with the show. What's going on, everybody? Back at you. It's another episode of Quarantine Football. I hope everyone's having a wonderful day. I hope you like the uh, overexcitement with my intro because I'm feeling good and I love talking football. It's one of my favorite things, obviously. So today we are here to talk football with you guys. And I got my good old co-host, Mr. Nate Ackerman. What's going on, man? Yo, thank you for the glorious intro, Mr. Ryan Licht. Uh, I really appreciate your energy today. Uh, you know, today's day uh, was not one of my finest, but it's always good to talk some football. Alleviates a little bit of the bad days, makes them a little bit better. Uh, and, you know, hopefully I could end this day off with a good note. How about you? Yeah, you know, I had a uh, I had a decent day. It was, kind of, it was kind of boring, but, you know, we got through it. I watched, uh, I watched a lot of Marvel movies uh, today. And uh, that that was that was kind of fun, you know. I, I watched some uh, good throwbacks. Like I was watching uh, the first Iron Man, which came out when I was like five years old, and you know that that was fun to watch. You know, just uh, it it was interesting. You know, just just a nice way to spend my day, just relax and uh, chill in my bed, go on social media and watch Marvel movies. You feel me? Yeah, for sure. Always good to relax, and Marvel movies are personal favorite of mine i know you really appreciate marvel marvel movies as well so it's awesome yeah it was it was a good one it it was definitely a good one uh but enough about uh marvel and uh all that all that stuff we're here talk football not marvel and today we're going to talk with you guys on the afc south i yeah afc south i always mix up my divisions but the afc south uh and their uh all those teams record are our record predictions for those teams so that includes the texans colts the titans and the jaguars so we'll give you guys our thoughts on them how we think they're going to do uh this upcoming season and their uh record so uh nate i'm gonna let you start man let's hear your thoughts on the good old houston texans led by the man deshaun watson all right, so uh, are we just going to take this week by week, go back and forth here? Uh, just just give your overall thoughts first, and then we'll just go week by week and give our thoughts, you know? All right, we're talk. So, uh, so, you know, the Texans, uh, they, they suffered some – they had some issues just because poor management this offseason. Uh, you, you already know our opinions on Bill O'Brien. Uh, he did not manage the team very well. And as a result, they lost DeAndre Hopkins, and neither of us really thought that they had a great draft either. Um, you know, they, they obviously they got David Johnson, so it's going to be a little bit more of a run-centric team, I would, I would expect. But still, losing a major weapon on offense is never something that you want to see. Um, and in our last, uh, well, actually, in an upcoming video, you'll hear our opinion about uh, – to hear our opinion about each of the division leaders and who we think is going to win the d- different divisions. And uh, I don't want to spoil anything from that, but I have actually changed my mind. And I really, I'm not looking, I'm not too optimistic about this Texan season. I think that they have a pretty tough schedule. I think that their division is on the come up, a lot of those teams. Uh, and yeah, it's just, I think this is going to be maybe not the best year for them. Yeah, I mean, we'll see with the Texans. You know, I, it's just like, 
I don't, I don't know. You know, they like you said, they traded away the one of the best wide receivers in the entire league. And Bill O'Brien, in my opinion, doesn't really uh, like like you said. Also, he doesn't really know how to run that team. You know. Yeah. It's just he he traded away Hopkins for not not literally a bag of potato chips. I'd say like bag of potato chips and like a used sock. You know. Yeah, it's it's a bag of potato chips with David Johnson inside. Yeah, pretty much. It. Yeah, that, that's what it is. So, you know, I don't know. I don't really know why he did that, but it, it is what it is. I feel bad for Texans fans because that kind of that kind of sucks. It, there's no no other way to put it, really. So, you know, for the Texans, I have them, I'd say 10 and 6. Yeah, I'm going to go a little lower there. I think they're probably going to be about an 8-8 eight eight team. Uh, but, yeah, we can take that game by game and see how that holds up. Yeah, I mean – I don't, I don't know. I'm going to go through each game, and I'll let you know uh, what I think. So starting with uh, week one at Kansas City, I have them uh, going 0-1. Then they play Baltimore, 0-2. Pittsburgh, 1-2. Minnesota, 2-2. Jacksonville, 3-2. Tennessee, 3-3. Green Bay, I'm going to go 3-4. Then they got a bye week. Jacksonville again, 4-4. Four four. Cleveland, Five and four, New England six and four, Detroit seven and four, Indianapolis seven and five, Chicago eight and five, Indianapolis again, uh, nine and five, Cincinnati ten and five, and Tennessee ten and six. So overall, that's that's how I see their uh, season, you know, ha- uh, going. And you know, like I said, I see ten and six for them. Yeah, I mean, 10-6, and six, it seems pretty reasonable to me uh, based on those matchups. I'll go through mine real quick. I think uh, the Chiefs, 0-1, the Ravens, 0-2, the Steelers, 1-2, the Vikings, 1-3, the Jaguars, 2-3, the Titans, 2-4, the Packers, 2-5, and, and they got a bye week, Jaguars, 3-5, Browns, I'm going to give them an upset loss here, 3-6. and six. Patriots four and six, Lions five and six, Colts, uh, Colts six and six, Bears six and seven, Colts again seven and seven, Bengals eight and seven, Titans eight and eight. I wouldn't say the uh, Browns one is necessarily an upset. Yeah, I mean, I think I think the Browns. Uh, I think the Browns did a really good job, honestly, of addressing their O-line, and I think that's just going to make Baker Mayfield a lot better than people expect. I think people forget how good he was in his rookie year. You know, like, he was outstanding in his rookie year. Yeah, exactly. And with these kind of weapons, if he goes back to that form, I think that the Browns could actually be really solid. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, the Browns, they have they have all the weapons. They have the O-line. I don't – they they have a very – they have a respectable defense, in my opinion. So I don't see, like I – th- I could see the Browns going, like, I know we're not talking about that division, but I could see the Browns going like ten and six this season, and I don't. I wouldn't consider the game against Houston a uh, an upset, you know, if they uh, yeah, yeah. if they if they win that. Yeah, I was just saying that because I think the popular perception might be a little lower, just because people often rely on recency, and also just that the Browns get this kind of negative connotation. It's like, oh, they're the Browns. There's no way they're going to do well. Um, but yeah, I, I have I have pretty good predictions for them this year. I think you do too, for sure. Like you definitely have a pretty positive outlook on how they're going to do. And uh, if they if they improve the way that they should on paper on offense and defense, they're going to be really good. But the issue is that we were saying the same thing last year. 
I think a lot of people thought they were their offense was going to break out last year, and they actually took a step backwards. So we'll just have to see how that pans out. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, do you see any? I I know this isn't uh what we're really here to talk about today, but do you see any like fantasy breakout um for like on the Texans? I know every year people talk about Will Fuller, and he always ends up getting hurt. So do you do you see any player on uh, the Texans really having a breakout? Not even not even a breakout fantasy or just a breakout year in general. Hmm. Uh, I'm going to check out their roster. Really. I can't really think of it offhand. Um, let's see. So, I... I think I could definitely see... And obviously, I could see... I think Randall Cobb could do pretty well this year. I don't know. Yeah. I, mean, I know he's like a... What? He's on that team? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. No, I didn't even know that. Hey, get yeah, rid I mean, get rid of get rid of Hopkins, replace him with Randall Cobb. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people are gonna look more at like Will Fuller, like you said. They're gonna look at Brandon Cooks, maybe even a fly, they're gonna look at Kiki Kute. Uh but honestly, I think that Randall Cobb, even though he might be a little bit past his prime, I think he's definitely a dependable option for them, and I think that he's definitely I think he's gonna be able to develop a good chemistry with uh, Deshaun Watson. So we'll see how that pans out. But that's a guy who I could see maybe being an interesting late round look. You know, I'm going to I'm gonna go with uh, who I said earlier. I'm going to say Will Fuller, I think. Will he stay <laughs> healthy? I don't know. You know, nobody knows. But, uh, you know, if he stays healthy, he's going to have over 1,000 yards. Calling it right now. I mean, yeah, if he stayed healthy in any of the last few years, then he would have had over 1,000 yards too. That's but unfortunately, a, that's a very good that point. did not happen. Yeah, that's a very good point. But, you know, Will Fuller, please stay healthy, man. You're, you're a beast. Uh, that's all I got to yeah. say about that. And that's pretty much all we got to say about uh, the Texans. So we're going to move on to the good old Indianapolis Colts. Uh, Nate, I'll let you uh, start off in this one again. Uh, what do you have to say about the Colts? All right, yeah. So the Colts, I think they're a really interesting team because I thought they were going to be one of the best teams in the NFL with Andrew Luck. And then when they lost Andrew Luck, I was like, you know, they still have Jacoby Brissett, and I think the the actual composition of this team, it's still really good. They still had a really solid foundation, really good O-line. I thought their defense was pretty solid too. Um, but they definitely underperformed. Jacoby Brissett, he just started off really, really well. I think he was like 6-1 and one or something. Yeah, no, nah, he wasn't 6-1, and one, but they, he was – he was a solid coach. He was top fifteen in my opinion uh, when they first like started off. Hey, let, me, let me look at the Colts record last year. Just like they, they beat their, the team. Uh... Yeah, I know. I mean, it was crazy. Let's see. So, if we were to go to, I'm just pulling it up. Sorry. So, if we were to go to the 2019 Indianapolis Colts season, we got a loss in week one and then win win loss win 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 so they were five and two just yeah they no they were two. they were extremely solid i thought they were yeah. in the playoffs for sure yeah for sure i mean and they kind of they did they didn't do too well towards the end of the year um and you know i think that they're gonna make a pretty good improvement under philip rivers i think philip rivers is really a wild card here because he's performed really well before and um He's also performed really poorly before. So, yeah, I mean, exactly. yeah, it's just, it's hard to predict that. 
But I could definitely see them improving here. I'm I'm probably gonna go. I would go ten and six for the Colts. I'm gonna have to. Uh, I'm gonna have to disagree with you on this one, man. It, as much as I uh, as much as I love the Colts, uh, I'm gonna have to say I have them. I have them not really being that uh that great. Well, not not a bottom like team. I have them going seven and nine in my opinion. Okay. I mean, I just think like to back to back it up. I just don't think Philip Rivers is is good. You know, he showed that he showed that last last season, and he he just couldn't get anything done for that for that excuse me L A Chargers team. And you know, considering how that how I know they also had uh, injuries a lot last year, but considering how talented that uh, offense is or is still is and was last year, to show to see Philip Rivers not be able to get it done on the Chargers doesn't really uh, give me any faith that he could really get it done on the uh, Colts. I know they uh, they added a lot of talent. They got Pittman, they got Taylor, they also have Marlon Mack, they have T. Y. Hilton, they have a great O line, but. As as I like to always say, your offense doesn't really well. Your offense won't be good if you don't have a good quarterback. I don't think Philip Rivers is all that good anymore. Yeah, you know that's really that's a, that's a fair point. Like I said, he's gonna be a wild card. I just think he's gonna do a little better than most people expect. Um, I think their defense is gonna be looking pretty good too. Obviously, they haven't they've been aging Justin Houston on the line first, but uh, he could still definitely get it done. They got to Forrest Buckner, which I think was one of the better moves of uh, this past. Uh, time period for sure. Uh, I think that happened in the offseason. So, yeah, that was definitely one of the better moves the offseason. Um, Darius Leonard is a beast. We've uh, we've mentioned him on the podcast before. He's really solid. Uh, and then at corner, they have Rock is seen, who should just develop more. Uh, Malik Hooker at safety, who is absolutely I, – I love Malik Hooker. I think he's a really They didn't pick player. up his uh, fifth year for some reason. I was so confused. They didn't pick up his fifth year? Nope. That's odd. I didn't know that actually. Yeah, I did. I I was maybe because of injuries, but like, yeah, that's I would, weird. I would, I would love to have Malik Hooker on my team. Yeah, I mean, I guess we'll just see how he plays. But wow, I'm surprised by that. Um, and they also picked up Xavier Rhodes, who definitely had a really, I he had an awful season last year. Not yeah, gonna lie. he was bad. But but if he could return at all to how he's been before that, I mean, he was. Uh, there was the trademarked uh, Rhodes closed. You know, he was. Uh, he was really solid. He was definitely someone who could lock some wide receivers down. And I think if they have that kind of defense, if their defense, if their defenders play the way that they could, and if Phillip Rivers plays the way that he can, he, they could be a really solid team. They could even go as high, in my opinion, as like 11-5 and five, um, if everything goes right. But I think that it'd be more realistic to be like 10-6 and six kind of range. Yeah, so I'm going to go through uh, their the games, and I'll give you guys my opinion on the games that they'll win. And lose. So starting week one, Jacksonville one and zero. Minnesota one and one. The Jets two and one. Chicago two and two. Cleveland two and three. Cincinnati three and three. Then they have a bye week. Detroit four and three. Baltimore four and four. Tennessee four and five. Green Bay four and six. Tennessee again four and seven. Houston four and eight. Las Vegas uh, Raiders five and eight. Houston again. Uh, five and nine, Pittsburgh six and nine, and Jacksonville seven and nine. That's how I feel about uh the the Colts. I see them ending the uh season on the, a couple of wins, especially and against the Raiders, which I'm sure Nate does not like, but uh, might agree with that. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> yeah, that's that's how I see the Colts uh, season going. You know, they won't be they won't be abysmal, but they won't be like anything like special. You know. 
Yeah. All right, so uh, here I'm going to go with week one. I think that's a win against the Jaguars, so 1-0. Uh, week two, Vikings, uh, I'd say 1-1. One one. Jets, 2-1. and one. Bears, 3-1. and one. Browns, probably 4-1 and one, to be honest. Uh, Bengals, 5-1. and one. Bye week, Lions, 6-1. and one. Ravens, 6-2. and two. Titans six and three, Packers six and four, Titans uh, again six and five, Texans seven and five, Raiders unfortunately eight and five, Texans again eight and six, Steelers nine and six, and Jaguars again. That one could be a toss up. I think the Jaguars could pull off an upset there in Week Seventeen. So it's either going to be nine and seven or ten and six for me. Interesting. Uh, you know, that's definitely it's a it's a different take. You know, I feel like uh, you're going to get some disagreement with that. I feel like from the fans. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think they have a really favorable first half of the schedule. I think they're going to get off to a roaring start and that's just going to establish some confidence for Phil Rivers. Like, I think that the fans are going to the fans don't like Phil Rivers right now. I don't know if you've seen their takes on social media, but some of these Colts fans just aren't happy that they got Phil Rivers. I mean, um, to be fair. The last season sort of uh, backs that up. No, I know it did. I know it did. But, like, the, the fans just aren't embracing him here, and I think that their schedule at the beginning is so favorable that they'll probably start to rally behind him. It'll give him a little more confidence. It'll give the team a little more confidence, and it'll help them out in some of those later matchups too. You know, like, those games, save, save the Vikings game and maybe the Browns game, they have some easy games in those first eight weeks. They have the Jaguars, they have the Jets, they have the Bears, they have the Bengals, they have the Lions. I mean, those are some of the bottom-out teams in the NFL. Yeah, I mean, you definitely make a very good point there. You know, we could see uh, we could see a Colts team like last year. We could just see a part two of that. You know, they start off really well, and then they just blow it and kind of, like, choke towards the end of the year. Yeah. So, you know, we'll see what happens with the Colts. It's kind of hard to predict that right now. But we're going to move on to the Tennessee Titans. Uh, Nate, I'm going to just let you uh, start off on each team today, man. We'll, we'll change it up a little bit. Uh, let me hear what you got to say about the Titans. Yeah, the Titans, they're in a really interesting spot here because their quarterback, Ryan Tannehill, really showed out for them last year. Um, so they signed him to a big extension. And they still haven't really locked down Derrick Henry long-term yet. But... If they bring back those two, they should be in really good position, in my opinion. They have a really, really solid O-line, really good defense. And uh, this is a team that I could just see continuing to progress. We saw them really, like, thumping in the playoffs. They beat the Ravens there. It was really, uh, really a good win for them. And I could see them carrying that momentum into the regular season here. And I could see them going 12-4. and four. I think this is going to be a division that has two pretty good teams. Just because there's no like major team discrepancy here, this is one of the closer divisions in my opinion, and uh, I can see the Titans just getting some close wins with their grinding out kind of style of football, their ground and pound style of football. Uh, so yeah, I can see them twelve and four here. Yeah, I mean, the Titans are one of my favorite teams in the NFL that aren't the Giants. You know, they they have a fun. I, I really like Tannehill and Henry. That I feel like that. That combo is like perfect right there, and also AJ Brown is a is a really good wide receiver in my opinion. So I could definitely see twelve and four for the Titans. Uh, maybe maybe a little worse, like eleven and five would be a little bit more realistic. But I def they're they're a good team. Derrick Henry, I know Nate 
not the biggest Henry guy, but I think Henry's going to carry them again this year and absolutely destroy teams like he did last year. And he and I think he'll just go off, you know. Yeah, for sure. I mean, he he he's a beast. I think he's going to be a top three running back this year in the fantasy. If you ask me. Yeah, you know, I I just I don't know about his production in the passing game, and I don't know about his longevity. I think we brought up already on one of the podcasts just how ridiculous the number of career carries he's had since high school. He had, I think he had almost 2,000 carries just in high school. And then in college, he got a full workload, and he's gotten a full work for full workload on the ground in pretty much every NFL season. And, you know, if he can keep this up, then he's a freak of nature. And I think we're already seeing that he's somewhat of a freak of nature, the way that he plays. But I just have doubts about how long he's going to hold up with that. So, you know, we'll see. Yeah, definitely. So I'm going to go through the Titans games, and I'll give you my record petition. Uh, prediction for that so uh week one uh denver uh 1-0 jacksonville 2-0 minnesota 3-0 pittsburgh 4-0 buffalo 4-1 houston 5-1 then they got a bye week cincinnati uh 6-1 chicago 7-1 indianapolis 8-1 baltimore 8-2 indianapolis 9-2 cleveland 10-2 jacksonville 11-2 detroit 12-2 green bay uh, twelve and three, and Houston twelve and four. So I I see twelve. I can see twelve and four definitely. I see. Uh, I think those the games against Green Bay and Houston those last few weeks are kind of gonna hurt them. I feel like. Yeah, that's definitely fair. Uh, so I'll I'll take my predictions from the from the top here. I think it's gonna be a little bit of a different breakdown here than than your picks, but we'll see how it pans out. So I'm going Broncos zero and one here. Uh. Jaguars, oh, and uh, Jaguars one and one. Sorry, uh, Vikings two and one, Steelers three and one, Bills four and one, Texans five and one, then a bye. Bengals six and one, Bears seven and one, Colts eight and one, Ravens eight and two, Colts nine and two, Browns ten and two, Jaguars. I think upset loss here ten and three. Because just in the division, Lions eleven and three, Packers, uh, Packers twelve, uh, Packers eleven and four, Texans twelve and four. Yeah, I mean, we both kind of have the same idea. We're both. It seems like we're both big fans of the Titans this upcoming season. Yeah, I think they're definitely gonna be good, uh, and I, I think that they're they're gonna be really favorable against some of the teams that are not in their division. Because I think that they they run a really unique style of offense uh, that you don't really see too often. So it's going to be hard for opponents that don't see them more than once a year to really game plan. So I have one of their upset I have one of their upset losses coming against the Jaguars later in the season. I think that's just because the Jaguars might be able to adapt to their style of play and uh, like just realize how they could defend that really unique offense. Where when they're playing teams that aren't in their division. It's really just they're just gonna have one shot to try to figure out that offense in one day, and that's gonna be really difficult. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So I'm gonna move on to the uh, last team, and uh, in my opinion, the worst team in the NFL, the Jacksonville Jaguars. They are awful. They're gonna they're gonna be the worst team this year, and no one can change my mind. That's really all I gotta say about Jacksonville. You know, I don't think they're good. Yeah, I mean that's that's fair. <laughs> you know, I. <laughs> I think I think that the Jaguars, they're not a good team by any means, but I think they have a quarterback who was an amazing draft pick in the sixth round. 
Uh, oh yeah, someone that could someone that could legitimately carry them in some games. Like Gardner Minshew has the kind of play where he extends the play outside the pocket. He makes some ridiculous throws sometimes. He can make plays with his legs too, uh, and he has really good leadership qualities to the point where I think that they don't in certain games when it's really just about adrenaline. It comes down to the wire. I, I don't think that they're I don't think they're going to really need the crazy weapons around Gardner Minshew. I think that it's this team is going to be a really good fourth quarter team. They're going to have a very good record in close games, and they might not sit, they might not necessarily be the best team ever, but I don't think they're going to be the worst team in the NFL by any means. Yeah, gonna have to disagree with you on that one. I don't think that's <laughs> good. I I just can't see you know guard no no hate to Gardner Minshew for me. I think he is. I think he's good. I'm not even going to deny that. I think, you know, like you said, for a late round uh, quarterback, he has proven everyone wrong already. So I really like him. I just think it's what he has around him that's going to be like why they're not good. You know, like yeah, they're, they're wide. They have, they have a decent wide receiver core. I won't lie, but their offensive line, it stinks. You know, uh, Leonard Fournette is – not really all that good in my opinion. And their defense is I know they drafted uh Henderson and they also drafted uh Chasen, but that doesn't uh automatically improve your defense. So I I see the Jaguars going like I'ma say three and thirteen. I think that's a uh that's a fair record right there for them. All right. I mean yeah that's definitely it's an interesting record for sure. Um I I would put them closer to six and ten. I think six and ten is good. I don't think they're gonna be the worst team in the NFL, but they're also not gonna be great. I think six and ten is a pretty reasonable spot in terms of like I just think that they're they're gonna be able to get into close games and they're gonna be able to win close games. But other than that, I think we're gonna see a lot of blowout losses from the Jaguars. A lot of close wins, but also a lot of blowout losses. So six and ten. All right. Well, I'm gonna go through their game and I'll give you my thoughts. So uh, week one against Indianapolis, zero and one. Tennessee 0 and 2, Miami 0 and 3, Cincinnati 1 and 3, Houston 1 and 4, Detroit 1 and 5. By week, then uh, Chargers 1 and 6, Houston 1 and 7, Green Bay 1 and 8, Pittsburgh 1 and 9, Cleveland 1 and 10, Minnesota uh, 1 and 11, Tennessee. Um, let me think about it. Tennessee. I'm gonna go 1 and 12. Baltimore 1 and 13. Chicago. Two and thirteen, and Indianapolis three and thirteen. So they they end the they end the season on a bang and win two games. Wait, I thought I thought you already said the Colts were gonna. Uh, you know what? I probably did, and I'm probably contradicting myself with all of these <laughs> records. But this is what I think. <laughs> all right, that's true. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna go here. I'm gonna go with week one against the Colts. Uh, zero one against the Titans. Zero two. Against the Dolphins, 0 3. Against the Bengals, actually 0 4. Against the Texans, 0 5. Against the Lions, 1 5. Against the Chargers, 2 5. Against the Texans, 2 6. Against the Packers, 2 7. Against the Steelers, 3 7. Against the Browns, 3 8. Against the Vikings, uh, against the Vikings, 3 9. Against the Titans, 4 9. Against the Ravens, four and ten. Against the Bears, five and ten. And against the Colts, six and ten. Interesting, interesting indeed. I, I don't know. Yep. I don't know, man. I I, I just I just I'm just gonna have to <laughs> disagree with that. You know. It's fair. It's fair. 
Yeah, I mean, not much else from uh from myself. Uh, do you see anyone on the Jaguars really having a fantasy worth this season? Oh yeah, Gardner Minshew for sure. I think they're going to be in a lot of uh, in a lot of their blowout losses. He's going to be able to get good garbage time points, and I don't think those blowout losses are really going to be a result of his mistakes. I don't think he's going to throw a whole lot of picks, and I think he's also going to be able to make a decent amount of plays with his legs. I think we're going to see a couple of rushing touchdowns from him, and that could definitely help on the fantasy production. Hey, watch so, out! Watch out for my man, uh, D.D. Westbrook. Yeah, I mean that passing game. I, I have, I honestly think it's gonna be pretty good. I think D. Westbrook could be good there, uh, potentially. D.J. Chark could be good there, potentially. And I think Gardner Minshew, definitely a good late round sleeper pick. Maybe just a good QB two in case the QB one gets injured. Yeah, you know, uh, I've I've always been a very uh, big uh, D.D. Westbrook fan. A lot of my friends uh, know that. And if y'all are listening right now, uh, you guys know I love D.D. So really hope he has a good season this year. And, uh, you know, hopefully Gardner Minshew makes that happen. Yeah, for sure. I, I, I love to watch Gardner Minshew, too. He's a really fun quarterback to watch. Uh, so I hope he has a good season. And I hope the Jaguars do reasonably well. Uh, just so that it could be – just so I can see – I want to see another year of Gardner Minshew starting. Like, I, uh, first of all, I don't want him to lose the job. This year, which I don't think he will. And I don't want him to not get the job or have significant competition for next year. Yeah, definitely, definitely. All right, so that just about wraps up our episode for today, man. Uh, you got anything else you want to say before we sign off? Yeah, I mean, not a whole else lot, to, uh, not a lot of, not a whole lot else to say. I don't know what I where I was going with that sense all over the place. <laughs> but, <laughs> but anyway, uh, I don't love the AFC South. I just got to point that out. I really, this is just a boring division to me. I mean, it's definitely going to be close. Like, none of these teams are teams where I turn on the TV and I'm like, oh man, a Titans game? Like, I like I, I think the Titans are a cool team. They definitely have an interesting offense. But I never turn on the TV and I'm like, oh, Jaguars versus Titans, man. Hype for this <laughs> one. Never going to look and see, oh, Texans versus Jaguars this is gonna be great. Like, I agree. Dude, this is just not not my favorite division. Probably the most boring division in football, in my opinion. Um, but this year they're gonna have a lot of swing. Like I think that obviously we made our predictions here, but I think that this is one of the divisions where one team could really run away with it, or it could be a really close competition. Uh, teams could underperform, teams could overperform. This is probably one of the hardest to predict divisions between the Colts, uh, based on how Philip Rivers will play. Uh, the Jaguars will will Gardner Minshew be able to carry the Titans? Uh, will Derrick Henry put the team on his back like he did last year? And the Texans will Bill O'Brien's boneheadedness like finally just finally actually do something badly to the team? Because even though he's been a bonehead for a while, uh, they've still been good. So we'll see if that finally takes effect. So there's a lot of questions here, and uh, I'm not gonna like watching any of these games to be honest. Uh, but I'm excited to see the results. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I agree with you. I don't. This division is probably the uh, most, the least exciting division. So definitely agree with you on that. Uh, make sure before we uh, before we sign off, make sure you guys follow us on Instagram at qf underscore nate and ryan on Twitter at qf underscore nnr and on TikTok at q football podcast. We post fun behind the scenes content. And also, just fun content overall, and we love interacting with you guys. So be sure to follow. And also, starting starting uh, from now until ever, we're doing uh, personalized shoutouts. And if you have a uh, small, if you have a brand that you want to get out there, shout out and uh, 
just get out to the world please be sure to contact us on instagram or my our my email which is lickedra8 at gmail.com and how to spell that is uh, l-i-c-h-t-r-a-8 at gmail.com if you want to do a uh, promotion you know partner together or just a shout out just contact me let me know or you can contact nate i'll uh, put our information in the uh, description and that is all for today i hope everyone enjoyed we appreciate every single one of you guys and we hope you guys have a great day